1: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
0: Capital gains tax has gone up, but not as much as expected. Income tax has effectively come down, but not for as many as expected, and pension red tape is being cut down, but not just yet. These are just some of the highlights for UK private investors in this week's emergency budget, and just some of the talking points in this very special edition of the FT Money Show. I'm Matthew Vincent, and I'll be giving you the lowdown on all of these budget matters in downloadable form with three very special studio guests, Richard Proctor, a tax partner at Grant Thornton. Hello. Caroline Bevan, Tax Director at PwC. Good afternoon. And Stephen Herring, Senior Tax Partner at BDO. Hello. So let's start then with capital gains tax. Having proposed taxing non-business capital gains at rates similar or close to those applied to income suggesting rates near 40 or 50%. For high earners, the coalition government has instead maintained the current flat rate of 18% for basic rate taxpayers and introduced a new 28% rate for higher rate taxpayers who have income of more than 43,875 pounds. So, with the annual allowance for capital gains frozen at 10,100 pounds, only those investors who have income and gains of more than £54,975, will be liable for this new higher rate of 28%. Um, Richard, this is not as bad as it could have been, is it? Absolutely
2: right, Matthew, yes. We were expecting people to be paying at 40%, perhaps even 50%, as you mentioned. Um, So they've come in with some sort of hybrid rate here, 28%. I can remember when capital gains tax was 30%, so it's not too, too dissimilar to that. Um, I think the other interesting point is the entrepreneurs' relief, the the, the increase to £5 million for the lifetime limit, which, again, I think is very generous and will hopefully
0: deal with any um, difficulties which entrepreneurs would have with this change. And the the point about entrepreneurs' uh, relief, Caroline, is that um, it went up in the March budget, didn't it, to £2 million? Yes, it did. And people weren't expecting it necessarily then. It was
1: it was very welcome at that time. And so, now
0: it's even more welcome, I imagine. W-
1: which is brilliant news for a lot of people, it is. It's something that will have been unexpected. And when you combine it with the fact that the overall rate of CGT has only gone up to 28%, they'll be feeling let off quite lightly, I think. Um, and the other welcome, um, I guess it's the other welcome absence from the budget as well, is some of the complexity we could have seen coming into the definitions that would be used to determine how assets were going to be taxed. Because Actually, what we've got is a straightforward change to the rate. We're not back in the days where we had to deal with taper relief, for example, um, which just brought a lot of complexity and some confusion.
0: Exactly. And I'm, I'm not going to disclose to listeners which one of you said it's a bad budget for accountants because of the simplicity. But uh, <laughs> uh, it was one of it was one of these three individuals who might confess uh, shortly. Um, but uh, Steve, on capital gains, um presumably now for investors, uh, there's still an advantage in holding assets that are taxable to capital gains rather than income tax at 50% potentially.
3: Certainly there is. And for the um, personal investors with portfolios, maintaining that 10,000 annual exemption does mean that they can adjust the portfolios and 28% rate isn't as much as feared. Um, Perhaps um, it's... um, High enough that um, it will uh, discourage some of the more aggressive parts of tax avoidance, but low enough that it means capital gains are not treated as severely as income. And I think it's right that they're not treated as severely because it's a different form of form of asset and revenue a
0: different mindset on the part of the investor as well in, in in many cases just very quickly on capital gains tax before we move on um richard do you think uh, that the fact that this is coming in at midnight on wednesday the 23rd of june which is uh, unusual in the middle of a tax year this new higher rate will people have tried to sell between george osborne sitting down and the stock market's closing on Tuesday the 22nd?
2: I think they might well have done it. It'd be interesting to see what the stock market has done uh, over this period because, uh, yes, in in principle there's uh, an incentive to dispose of assets today and pay 18% rather than tomorrow and pay 28%. So you can see why they've brought that change in because if they'd have announced it today but introduced it on the 6th of April then there would have been uh, turmoil in the markets for a long time. At least they've only done it for
0: one day. And just on the flip side of that, entrepreneurs who had started to go through with a a sale and may have exchanged contracts on a sale before the budget, when they had relief at 2 million, now they've got relief at 5 million, do you think some of them will try and get out of these deals to sell?
1: Well, very possibly. I mean, what a lot of entrepreneurs will have done is exchanged on contracts but not completed them. So potentially they've banked the lower rate, but they can get out of those contracts if they want to. And what they'll need to do now is do their sums very carefully and decide whether they want to complete the contract and lose out on the increased entrepreneur's relief but, you know, take advantage of the 18% or actually go ahead and complete the contract later. They, they've got that choice, they've got that flexibility. One actual
3: point on capital gains that um, I think we should mention that uh, a little bit of help here, that uh, they are allowing people to set off their capital gains annual exemption uh, against gains after the change, i.e. therefore saving the 28% rather than the 18 if they've got made capital gains both before the 22nd of June and afterwards.
0: So this is a bit more uh, generous than we might have thought. Mm. Well, we're going to move on now. Still to come on the show, we're going to look at uh, pension tax relief. Is it going to get simpler? Is it going to get less generous? Or is it going to be both of those things? Um, First, let's have a look at income tax and national insurance. Now, we heard that the personal allowance for under 65s is going to be increased by £1,000 from next April, which will take the tax-free allowance up to £7,475. And the Chancellor. Um, in his speech said that that means 23 million basic rate taxpayers will gain up to £170 each from the change as more of their income will be tax free rather than uh, facing tax at 20% and I think uh, he also said that almost 900,000 taxpayers will be taken out of the tax income tax system um, completely but um, uh, Stephen for higher rate taxpayers it's not quite as simple as that is it? There have been other changes
3: there are because he's reducing the level at which the to which the basic rate applies in other words he's clawing back the advantage of the increase in allowances from the higher rate taxpayer and in that he's continuing uh, tradition, if that's the right word for it, that um, the previous government started, which I think is quite regrettable because higher rate tax at a relatively high rate of 40% now applies to people who are on uh, less than twice the uh, average earnings. And it's a high marginal rate of tax for those people to pay. I thought he might have been more imaginative if he wished to claw back the advantage from the higher rate taxpayers
0: and this has happened before hasn't it i i seem to remember when the 10p tax rate was abolished mm. there was then a move to increase the personal allowance mm. to help lower earners but and it had to go hand in hand with a clawback from higher earners it's hard to understand isn't it
1: well it is and and some of it's about perception isn't it i mean he 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 would have wanted to deliver a budget that was both popular and hopefully hit some of the right buttons so inevitably you have this giving with one hand and taking away with the other i would imagine a number of taxpayers will have listened to his announcement today and will have gone away scratching their heads a bit actually because they're going to have to sit down and work out whether they're better or worse off you know from their own personal tax position
0: and richard you're very good at helping people who scratch their heads Uh, people like (laughs) me for example as i was i was trying to work this out and i couldn't Um, just in very simple terms i know we can't generalize too much if you are a higher earner, let's say you're earning you know, in the region of £60,000, 60, yes. are you pretty much going to be in the same position now as you were in the past? It is complicated, as Caroline said,
2: because not only have we got the changes to personal allowance, which is income tax and applies to any income, earnings or, or savings – uh, but there are also changes to national insurance.
0: I thought you'd mention those. We'll come on to those in a, in a second. Let's just look at income tax on okay. its own. Okay. Um, is it fair to say that in income tax terms, there's not a great deal of
3: change? Yes.
2: Broadly, if you're, as you say, £60,000 earner, you won't see a huge difference.
0: And let's come on to national insurance now then. Um, all of the sort of you know, the, uh, the headline talk during the election campaign was: "We are not going to introduce this jobs tax," as National Insurance was dubbed by uh, the Conservative Party. Um, but they are going to introduce National Insurance increases on employees, aren't they? Yes, yes. The one percent, which was announced by
2: the Labour government um, alongside the employer increase, is is going ahead uh, on the fifth of April next year. So all earners will be paying more national insurance
0: and un- unless they're very low paid. Exactly. And um, Stephen, uh, did, I mean, do you think people uh, will have understood that from today's uh, budget speech?
3: I think people were not expecting their tax and national insurance liability in aggregate to come down because of their, the background agenda and the credit quake and the uh, fiscal deficit. So I think people are more likely to be somewhat relieved that it's perhaps not as bad as feared the the total measures on national insurance and tax when you add them together.
0: I suppose, Carolyn, um, there's nothing new here. We knew that there was going to be an increase in national insurance.
1: Yeah, that's absolutely right. I mean, most of the changes that were um, discussed today have been talked about for the last few weeks. And if anything, I, I agree completely with what Stephen's just said. If anything, they were softer than people would have been expecting.
0: Yes, no, I, I've received a number of uh, emails from people, all containing the same phrase, which is sigh of relief.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yes, um,
3: before they have their final sigh of relief, um, I don't know if we're going to move on to talking about the pension We are going to changes. talk about, uh, well, yes,
0: uh, we're going to talk about uh, sighs of relief, and now we're going to talk about um, tax relief, um, because we had been expecting, I think it's fair to say, some more information from the Chancellor on how tax relief would be, Given on pension contributions, we currently have these very complicated anti-forstalling rules to restrict tax relief uh, for high earners. And I think a lot of people had been expecting a simplification.
3: Yes, I think they had. Um, I think they were also, as well as simplification, expecting more of a restriction. And within the, the small print, within the budget documents, it's indicated that there'll be a further review of how of the relief given for pension payments and one fears that at some point in time the relief will be either capped at a fixed amount much lower than now maybe around the 50,000 mark it mentions 45,000 in the document or alternatively the relief will only be available at the the basic 20% rate rather than the, the higher rate of relief I don't think they've abandoned both of those two positions.
0: No, I think, yes, we're we're going to hear an awful lot more about that um, uh, in the months to come. Um, Assuming that a restriction on the amount that can be contributed to a pension is introduced at some point down the line, um, what do you think higher earners should be doing now, making as much use as they can of the relief that is available?
1: Well yes I think they have to don't they really I mean as Stephen's just said all the indications are that the position's going to get tighter and there was reference to an ongoing consultation process within the papers so taking a full advantage of the relief that is available right now has to be the right way to go in the short term yeah
0: I'm sure lots of people will will be doing that Um, and just finally uh, pension tax relief was one of the many things we were expecting to hear about today and we didn't hear much about. Um, Anything else, Richard, that you were wondering when he was going to get onto and he didn't cover in the speech?
2: Um, well, there was very little about duties. He's, he's done nothing about uh, you know, the sin taxes, if you like. Cider. Uh, well, cider, he's let off the hook a bit, hasn't he, and said we can uh, celebrate England's World Cup uh, success or not uh, with cider. But uh, nothing on uh, fuel. So there's quite a lot, actually, in the budget where, to be fair, the government have, ha- haven't had t- uh, a lot of time to look at things. They have said, you know, we, we will look at these in the next um, you know, 12 months and we'll come back with firmer proposals. So there's quite a lot of um, temporary measures being introduced, which will then be
0: revised at a later date, I think. Anyone surprised about the married couple's transferability
3: of uh, allowance? I think that probably fell to the coalition politics, Mm. that although the Conservatives were favourable towards that, um, uh, the Lib Dems, I think, had an alternative view on it. And
0: one thing that I've also been hearing from a number of commentators this afternoon, straight after the budget speech, is that they don't think that this is the end of the tax rises. Do you expect more?
1: Well, I think he's left the door open, hasn't he? He's already referred um, forward to a date in October when he'll be addressing us again. You have to hope that right now he's taken advantage of the fresh slate that he's got to do most of what he needs to do because I think it will be less well received if he tries to hike tax rates again in six months' time. Um, But the fact that we have these ongoing consultation processes suggests that we will continue to see a little bit of tweaking.
0: Yeah, and on capital gains tax, just last word on capital gains tax, twenty eight percent is that the end of it, or could it could it go higher?
3: Well, he said that um, he might review the rate again for next year now. Uh, that can be read a number of different ways because if they see that the level of transactions falls off markedly, they might wonder if that's gone a little bit too high to collect the maximum amount of tax. Can I mention just one other tax that he didn't comment on, which is inheritance tax? Now, the uh, Conservatives had a number of proposals about alleviating inheritance tax at the bottom end, and I think it's a little bit disappointing that it didn't get a reference in the budget it might be even a reference about a longer term uh, objective even if nothing could be done at the moment because the, he was totally silent on that
0: i suspect we'll have to wait a little bit longer before the chancellor's lib dem colleagues will let him talk about inheritance tax for the moment uh, thank you all very much indeed and you can find more on the emergency budget including analysis of all of these stories on our website ft.com forward budget And you can now find all of our interactive web content brought together in one place on our brand new Money Matters page. You'll find our latest blog posts, columns that you can comment on, beginner's guides, top tips and details of a live Q&A on how the budget affects you, which is taking place on the afternoon of Thursday the 24th of June. To send in your questions, go to ft.com forward slash money matters. And on that page, you'll also be able to see the answers to uh, the budget questions. questions uh from thursday afternoon onwards um we'll be back later this week with another ft money show once all the budget dust has settled but until then it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from richard proctor from grant thornton caroline bevan from pwc and stephen herring from bdo Bye. bye bye goodbye selling a little or a lot